It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French if it's the first time you're joining the show. I want to invite you to join the podcast in a different way. We have, for the first time, had a request from someone who wanted to confess something. Something she would not tell anybody else but me. Take a listen to that podcast. It's a very unique one. I really appreciate the confidence of Mary when she did this. Um, and if you have also something to confess, something that you've done a long time ago, something you've never told anybody, tell me the story. Um, no judgment, always welcome, and uh, we all learn from each other. So feel free to reach out to my producer at therendezvousshow.com. Just say, hey, I want to be on Simon Podcast. I've had something to confess for a long time. And we'll get you on my podcast, La Confession. And for the rendezvous, you call our next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question? Call me. Cassidy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cassidy, and welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight? Um, so I was um, invited to uh, an old friend of mine's birthday party. And um, I um, was not expecting to see my ex-boyfriend there who has cheated on me. And, you know, it, it ended mm, badly. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, mm -hmm. But they invited him. And I was a bit, you know, thrown off when I showed up. I flew all the way out there for my friend's birthday. And he was there. And these people are my friends. And when someone cheats on you, you would think that they would, you know, be able to take my side. But... I don't know. My question is, is, you know, who said do you think they should be on? And what I should see. I have done? Okay, Cassidy. So before I add the answer, the friends you have, were they friends with your ex prior to knowing you or after knowing you? So who got friends first? Well, they were my friends first. And then we all yeah. became good friends when I was in the relationship. But, you know, my ex-boyfriend cheated on me more than once. And, you well, know, it ended badly. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. had to move on, you know. And so here I am coming to celebrate like a momentous occasion. And they didn't even tell me that he was going to be there. It's as if, you know, he's part of their family. I, I don't know. I feel like I was betrayed a little bit. You probably were, Cassidy, and I'm sorry, A, that you've been mm. cheating on, and B, that your friends kind of did not pay attention to your own feelings because... If somebody hurts you, why invite somebody who hurts you once or twice or, or even more? That is not an act of friendship. So maybe the best thing to do now is give a little distance to those friends, right? Because there's nothing more you can do than just leave your life. You said you you know, you know moved away so you don't live close to them. And you've got to rely on your intuition and your own feelings, Cassidy. And I'm on your side. I think it was not nice and not kind and friendly to invite him. And I think that it was not sensitive. So I think you should kind of stay away. And if they say, why we don't hear from you lately, you just say, listen, I'm surprised you invited my ex who, as you know, you know, broke my heart and cheated on me. That's not an act of a friend. So let's just give some time on the pause for our friendship and just let's reconnect later. Exactly. That's exactly what I feel like. They keep calling and I'm not returning their calls yet. I'm not ready. Good. So. You're doing the right thing. Protect your heart, protect your dignity and protect your feelings. Yeah. So stay strong. And uh, thanks for calling, and, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You know, that leads to a great question. When you have friends that are a couple, and they separate, should you stop being friends with one of them? Let's talk about that next.
So think for a second that you have friends that have been together for a long time or a short time, and then suddenly they separate, they break up. Should you take sides? Should you not speak to one after the your friend has broke up with him or her, right? Should you pick a side? I believe so. I believe that if my brother, my best friend or my cousin would break up with his partner, his wife, his girlfriend or whatever, I would still stand by them. I would. I would not be mean. I would not be polite. But I can't. I just can't be in the middle of a war. I'm not going to inflame the war. But I think at one point you like one more than the other and you decide who is more important to you in your life and just don't, you know, mix with the other person. That's the way it goes. That's why it's so sad sometimes with divorces and, and breakups because you have to take side. Uh, let me share with you a moment of my life where it was a very difficult choice to make. That's coming up next. So I'm talking about this very question. Should you take side when your friends break up, when they've divorced, when they separate? And I had to myself take a, a decision on this one a long time ago. My brother, Ben, dated this wonderful, spirited young woman. They were, I think, 18 and I was 20. And for six or seven years, he was with that French girl called Delphine. Now, I was very friend with her, too. So after seven years, six or seven years, I don't remember, they broke up. And I was confused for, I said, the first week or two. I didn't know Delphine reached out to me. I don't know if I should return her call or not. And I didn't. And then I felt guilty because Delphine had done nothing against my brother. just broke up because that happens sometimes when you're so young anyway. And then I decided that's when I decided, even though it was painful, you got to stick to, you know, the most important person in your life. And my brother was far, far, and he's far, far more important than she was. But it doesn't mean I did anything against her. I just thought from that, that's the rule. If my friends or people that I love, they break up, I stand by the person that I've known first and I love the most. That's my rule. Any questions you may have for me, call me, 855-905-8255. At night, what I need the most is to hear from you questions or your love stories. You have one, you call me right now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour Geneviève. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I heard through my screener that you have a great romantic story to share with us tonight. I do. I do. Um, so I've been in a long-distance relationship for uh, almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every so often I get, you know, kind of nervous. We go back and forth and see each other whenever possible. But, you know, you get a little nervous when you're in long distance that maybe, you know, it's not going to be the long haul kind of thing. And um, and I'd mentioned to my boyfriend how I really just, you know, wished that we could be closer. And I always worried that he won't come back again. And, and that, you know, it would be so nice just to like wake up and still have his stuff around. And so the last time that he left me, uh, about two days later, I got a package in the mail mm-hmm. and it had a bunch of his t-shirts and a pair of jeans and some socks. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> you know, this is to prove to you that I'm always coming back. And so that you have some of my stuff around just to make you feel better. I like that. That's sweet and thoughtful. And, and yeah. the, I like to, when people are thoughtful because the expression of love is to be thoughtful. And that's what he is. So that's cool. That's really cool. Thank you so much, Genevieve, for sharing that story. It's sweet and lovely. And, and I like that. That's what we need at night. Sweet and lovely stories on the rendezvous. <laughs> I thought so. Thank you. <laughs> Me too. Thank you for calling. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. I got to go to a Twitter DM. I got somebody who doesn't know where he stands in his relationship, and I'm going to help him next. So stay with me.
You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Remember, you can always send me a DM on my Twitter or my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's this DM uh, tonight? This DM comes from a listener named Tim that says, So I went on four dates with this girl. We already kissed and stuff. And I'm thinking that it has potential to go to a more serious side. But I'm not sure if she's still dating other people too. I don't want to come off as jealous, which I am though. So how do I ask her if she's dating other people? Can I just blatantly ask over text? Oh, Tim, that's a good question. Basically, you want to know if you guys are exclusive and you want to know how to do it? I'm going to tell you that next. Stay with me. So how do you know if your partner is ready to be exclusive with you? That's really what Team DM is. You know, goes out four dates, they kiss, and he wants to know if she's like not dating anybody else and, you know, how to say it. Tim, very simple. You can definitely call her or even send her a text. So just say, you know, I really like you. Uh, are we exclusive? Question mark. That's all. And then she will let you know yes or no. Uh, at this stage, until you had the uh, DTR, define the relationship talk, there's nothing more you can do than ask, are we exclusive? And go from there. I hope you guys will be, and I hope it will work out for you. Thanks for the DM. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me right now. Karine, bonjour. Oh, bonjour, Simon. I love your show. Thank you so much for your call and for listening to The Rendezvous. Karen, how can I help you tonight? Ah, Simon, Simon, Simon. I have a problem with someone I have been dating for a um, few years now, and we've okay. also been talking about getting married. Okay. However, he has a working partner. Um, they both do photography. He has a working partner. They've been friends for a while. And I'm just feeling that there's something more going on than just a partner relationship. Explain. It, it, the way she touches him, the way she touches him is like, if, I, if a man touched me that way, he would be pissed off. There's certain things that women who are not your woman shouldn't do, shouldn't touch. I'm, I just feel. I understand. So your intuition, Karen, tells you something shady is going on, right? Right. Have you had a chance to talk about it with him directly yet? You know what? I did. And this was his statement. He, he, if, now, see, for me, it was obvious because I think he's lying anyway. He's going to say, no, 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 there's nothing wrong. It's, it's, it's just all in my head. And come and meet, because I haven't really met her. So he wants us to meet. And I'm like, I don't want to, like, go on. He wants us to go, like, on a trip together. That is like, no, Simon, no. No, I don't I even understand. know what that is, but I can't do it. I see. Would you be willing... Just to just to make to double check your intuition, would you be willing to have a coffee, the three of you, and just say hi and just get a feel directly from her? Mm, if you think that's wise, sorry, but I personally am not feeling that. But if you feel like that's a good thing to at least do, I will think well, that. Well, here's why. Do you think he's a great guy and you guys have the potential to get married besides that? Do you think so? I do. I do. Okay. I really do. You love him. I do. I do. Okay. I do love him. Well, then, Karine, I would definitely offer a coffee. So, listen, no way we're having a trip together. But, hey, how about we have coffee? It's on me. Then you get to see her directly. Look at her in the eyes. Pass whatever messages you want to pass. You live with the upper hand. I like that. Oh, my gosh. I like that. Good. Good. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. It's that one moment you're going to control fully. And you're not afraid of her, and he knows that you're watching him. I like that. 
I do too. Oh, Simon, thank you. Thank you. I can work with that. I can work with that. Thank (laughs) you. All right, Karen. Well, I'm glad you called me. And if there's any follow-up, don't hesitate to call me back after the coffee and we'll talk again. Until then, good luck to you and fingers crossed all goes well. Have a good night. Thank you. I love you. I love you all. Thank you. Love you too. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. I got to go to my email. I have a dude who's a bit confused by the meaning of what his date was wearing. And I want to know what this is about. So stay with me. We'll find out. If you have a question but you can't call me right now, you can email me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's the email about tonight? All right, so this listener email comes from Ben that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ben. I've been texting with this girl for a month, and yesterday we finally had a chance to go out because of our busy schedules. We decided to go on a date for some ice cream. All went really well. She was really happy. But when I arrived to the date, she was dressed extremely casual, just in jeans, a T-shirt, and a vest that she never took off. And she didn't even use makeup. Does she dress like that because she saw me as a friend or what? What do you think, Simon? Ben, that's a great question, right? You go on a date. Your date is not, you know really dressed up, but so casual. What do you think it means? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. So Ben just sent me an email saying, listen, we went to a date, but my date showed up so casual, no makeup on, you know, really like casual. And he's worried. Maybe that means that she's not into him. So here's the thing. You cannot judge a book by its cover and you cannot judge a date by what they're wearing or the makeup they have on or not. Some people are very casual because they love to be casual, and some people are not. I have been dating for more than 30 years, and my experience is all about the feeling, the connection, and the chemistry, not about what ones wear. So, Ben, if you like this woman, don't worry about what she was wearing. It's not against you. It's what makes her feel comfortable. And the fact that she was comfortable like this is a good sign for you. So I would continue to date and not worried about it at all. I hope that helps you. Good luck to you. Any questions, call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question, a doubt, something on your mind about your relationship? Call me. Bonjour, Val. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight? How can I help you? I've been in a very long-term relationship, and I think uh, my concern is my partner wants more of me with the ooh-la-la, and I'm not sure that I'm comfortable with that, so I want to know how much I'm responsible for in that department. I see. So, Val, before I answer, uh, how long you guys been together? Ten years. Ten years. Well, that's that's a good time. And uh, would you say in the last ten years, the ooh-la-la and the passion has been up and down, or regular, or slowly going down? Pretty, pretty good actually. It's still good after oh, cool. all these years. But yeah, he wants a little more ooh-la-la, spice it up. You know what I mean? Um, I understand. In other ways, and I don't know that I feel like doing that. He thinks I'm lazy. <laughs> he, <laughs> he thinks you're lazy. Well, he thinks that like because he tries to you know, play, like, ooh-la-la, with, you know, he wants to do everything for me, but I feel like I'm a little um, conservative is the word. I get it. Listen, here's here's the my own rule on this one, and maybe somebody could call me lazy too, but I, I feel that if you don't feel it, don't do it, or you're going to get disgusted. Whatever that is, 
You, if you intuition, okay. if you you can't do something that you don't feel for, no matter what it is, it's just the nature of who we are, right? It becomes fake. It becomes it, it, no. So I, I feel like when it comes to ulala and the chemistry, you go with how you feel. And uh, listen, we we not you know each other's you know uh, toy or each other's you know. Uh, uh, ready to do anything we, we, we can. No, 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 no. When it comes to Lala, it's what you feel that matters. And, you know, you've had 10 great years. I'm sure, you know, you can each other find ways to continue uh, in a way that is happy for you and, and make you feel good in a way that makes him feel good too. So be creative, but never, ever cross the line of doing something you don't want to do for somebody else. You will only regret it later. That's my experience. Thank okay? you, Simon. Anytime. So good luck to you guys and have a good night. Good night. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir and, and thank you so much for spending your evening with me. You know, I say it and I mean it. Merci beaucoup. In French, merci beaucoup means thank you very much. Because really, what a life. You know, I've been doing radio for since 2007. Started an afternoon show on the weekend, and now being with you every night and on almost close to 35 stations all over America, it's a miracle. And it, it's late, I know, and you know, I'm still pumped up to the max to do this show. So thank you so much for your stories. Thank you so much for calling me every time you have a question. I look at also the emails. We got a lot of them at therendezvousshow.com, the, the Twitter and the Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. So thank you so much for being part of this show. Don't hesitate to email me, call me, or DM me any question about your relationship, and I will answer. Have a good night. Bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.